Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, a podcast that hasn't been on for a while because we've had terrible technical difficulties. And this week, we are trying something new where you can't see us, those of you who are subscribers and watch our podcast online. We're really sorry about that. We're working to get back there. However, at this point in time, we have zero fucks left to try anything. (laughs) 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 Tiffany just spit water everywhere. I'm watching her on my, on my phone and she just spit water everywhere. She's choking. Play by play. She choked. She almost died. I did not expect you to say that, dude. Well, we can't. It's been so ridiculous. It's like it's like the universe is trying to not get us to record a podcast. That's how that's how awful it's been. No, it listen, it has, it has it's been a real nightmare. It really has. It's been frustrating and stressful. But I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't expecting you to be so honest about that. I'm crying my eyelashes off. Listen, I don't have anything left. The only thing I have left is raw, unadulterated honesty that could kill your soul. That's where I'm at in my life, in my journey in general. So I love that for you. For me. It's a bummer that wasn't on camera because (laughs) when I tell you my pants are soaked (laughs) and not in like an exciting way in like a depressing, my ankles mostly are wet. Yeah. My ankles are my pants and my ankles. All right. Well, So here's the thing, guys. We really are sorry that we haven't been able to get it completely figured out. But Dave definitely wanted us to be able to podcast. So he did basically like a podcast Band-Aid. And um, so you guys will be able to hear this. This will go out. It'll it'll all be okay. So I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to go back to. (laughs) Sorry. I think we start with like the intro. I, I feel like we're past that. Are we? If you don't want to tell them where to. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, or anywhere where you find podcasts, Cast Bean Podcast, Peen Pon, Penis Face. And <laughs> That's not it. Uh, <laughs> if you try to download the app Penis Face, let me don't, know what you get. Don't do that. Whatever no. you do. No. Um, I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. And I'm your host, Meredith Masony. Uh this podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give, you could take or leave because it might be crap. We've never done the intro that way, by the way. I know. Listen, halfway through. You forgot. I was like, wait, do I say this at the end? <laughs> like it I'm... felt wrong, but I think I got tied up on the marriage thing. Yeah. Wink, wink. Anyway, um, so happy to see your face. Mm. I haven't laughed that hard in a while. I needed it. Uh, can I tell you about my day? I want to hear all about it. Okay, so I went back to my high school. And I didn't just, like, show up randomly and, like, walk the halls for no reason. Very Drew Barrymore of you, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in this class. <laughs> That's my scene. I I was invited back to my high school to speak. And this was huge for me because that's the high school that I dropped out of to go do drugs and be crazy. And to be standing back on the same stage that I won a talent show in 2003 on, it was very surreal to just be in front of the students 
first of all, it was I I was terrified because teens are scary. And when we have our shows, our live shows, people who are buying tickets are there because they like us, hopefully. Mm. Teenagers are going to look at me and be like, who invited grandma to interrupt our second period? There was people before me who went. <laughs> Nobody else is going to think this is funny, but Miss Florida was there because she's a big advocate for um, addiction and substance abuse. Uh, and when the MC was introducing everybody, he's like, and guess what? We have Miss Florida here. And I did a princess wave, like pretending like he was talking about me <laughs> when the lady, I mean, she was wearing a crown and a sash and a dress. And so it was just really stupid. I don't know why I did it, but my hand was moving before I could control it. I, it was obviously not me being Miss Florida, but she was really beautiful. And uh, she's like, so you're an author. I'm like, me, I wrote a book. She's like, what's it called? And I was like, high achiever. And her face just went white. And she's like, shut up. That book is on my nightstand right now. And I used it as one of my answers in Miss Florida. What? You've made your way to Miss Florida. I'm just saying, like, I always knew I was going to be in the Miss Florida pageant. I didn't think it was going to be this way, Yes, but I'll take it. That's amazing. It was an honor. And so what I want to say about this is, you know, there was like representatives from the health department and like juvenile justice program. And they were just spitting facts, like very educational, smart, very cool. And um, I got up there and I was just like, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm just kidding. I didn't say that, but I tried to. I tried to be so cool. Um, and I, you know, I made it awkward a couple of times, but the kids were so amazing. Like they didn't laugh at some parts that I want, wanted them to, but I think also part of it was they were horrified mm -hmm. at some of the things I was saying. Um, but like at one point I'm like, yeah. And then I went to jail and I got 20 felonies and this kid in the back is like, damn. <laughs> and I was like, I'm saying. Yeah. And then I looked at a teacher and I was like, I mean, no cussing in school. Like it was, I was trying so hard to be cool. But anyway, I had, um, I wrapped it up and they clapped so loud. Some uh -huh. students stood up. Uh -huh. I was shocked. Then afterwards, dude, the guy, the MC was like, maybe we can have our speakers come down and meet anybody who wants to meet them. And I'm like, none of these kids want to meet us at all. And he's like, you'd be surprised. And I went down and I was like swarmed with I'm teens. Sure. I don't want to put anybody's specific story out there, but I'm just going to, I was not expecting it at all. And I want to just talk about three uh, kids who it was shocking to me. First kid was like, your story really resonated with me. I got out of rehab last month and I have 30 days clean today. Oh, shit. A junior in high school. Wow. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. I was like, dude, you are so much better than me. Like the fact that you are getting it this early. The fact that you are working so hard to get help this early in your life when you still have a chance to have a bomb diggity life. I am so freaking proud of you. Is your phone turned all the way down? Yeah. Your phone is? Say something. Your phone's turned all the way down. No. Nope. Okay. I hear, I heard it coming back in the other mic. It doesn't turn all the way down. Is there a mute option? Mm. My bad, dude. All right. I got it. Okay, good. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your should story. I, it's been riveting, but I could hear it feeding back into the mic. Should I say something else? I mean, should I re-say something? No, no. I don't think it's anything that was going to be big. Hold on one second. Gosh, am I in trouble? Somebody feed the dog. Did she just get up from the podcast Sorry. to yell, somebody feed the dog in the <laughs> middle of a podcast? Locked in here and crying. Oh. So this junior, one month clean and sober. Yeah. Went to rehab. That's crazy. I know. I can't, I can't imagine. 
And then feed the dog, get out. This girl came up to me and she's like, can I have a picture with you? And I was like, yeah, of course. She's like, my mom used to watch your videos all the time. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. I love your mom. She's like, yeah, she passed away last year. Oh, God. I know. My heart fell out onto the floor, dude. And so she started crying, not even like full crying, just tears. And she's like, so I I really need a picture with you. Uh. Oh my gosh. I hugged her and I was like, reach out to me any freaking time. I know what it's like to lose a mom, but it's so different at your age. I can't fathom it. And if you ever need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. Like it just, I can't explain what it did to my heart. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean, there was this other girl, she was telling me how her parents were both addicts and she lives with her grandma now. And it's like, these kids are in freaking high school, dude. And they've been through more trauma than anybody should have to go through. They're dealing with these grown-up issues, death, you know, addiction, all this stuff that they should not have to go through. And so I told that girl, I'm like, dude, email me. I will send you my book. I've heard it helps people who haven't been, you know, addicted kind of get us an understanding of the addict they love, whatever. I wasn't trying to be promote but I was just like, I'll send no, it to you for free. But it is. That's the thing about your book is it puts you in like first person mm-hmm. when you really can't, it's very hard for, for somebody on the outside to get into that first person view. But when they're, they're reading your book, it's like they're living it with you as yeah. you and it right. flips the script which is why it should be like a damn, you know, like the, the welcome to, what is that? Anna, not Anna law, Anna, non Anna, the, the like welcome to like AA, but it's for <laughs> narcotics and drugs. <clears throat> Anna, I'm sorry. Are you trying to say Al-Anon? That's it. There it is. <clears throat> like the welcome, it comes with like a welcome packet to Al-Anon. Okay. I didn't know what you were saying well, because you said for the family members, right? Like family yes. members. That's what I'm, that's what I was trying to get to that. I butchered. Yeah, no, that was fine. Yeah. I, you said, welcome to Ananana. I was like, <laughs> banana rama. That's not what- <laughs> Dude, my throat has hurt ever since I choked on my water, but anyway, I'm still riding that high from doing that. And I have horrible stage fright. You know better than anybody how nervous I get before public speaking. Yeah. Um, but I I do it anyway because I hope that one person will leave with something that they didn't have before. And mm-hmm. that's what I said in the very beginning. <laughs> After all these professionals were like, don't do drugs, guys, da-da-da. I was like, listen, I could stand up here and tell you not to do drugs. <laughs> But you're going to do what you want to do and you're going to make the choices that you want to make. So I'm just going to share a little bit about my story in hopes that when you do go to make those choices, you think about me. Mm. Yeah. It was, um, oh, it's so like the coolest stuff is on the other side of your comfort zone. And this was definitely out of my comfort zone. Even though for some reason I'm marketed as a person who speaks at high schools, like I've spoken at high schools before. But an extra layer. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Because I went, it was my school. Right. Yeah. So that was very fresh today. And it was, um, it was magical and it was amazing. And it made me, you know, realize it doesn't matter what age you are, like you're affected by loss and addiction. And I think these kids were really receptive, some of them. And I, and to be able to do that was just such a gift. That's amazing. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. 
But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, what do you do today? <laughs> Nothing nearly as cool or life-changing for others, so... <clears throat> Lame. Yeah, sorry. I'm just kidding. No, but it it was... Uh, we're just still in the trenches of laundry hell. That's I what haven't talked to you since it opened. Yeah, so... I finally was home for the first day in like 18 days on Tuesday. Wow. Um, in the sense of I was down working at the laundromat every single day, um, just trying to get it up and running. And it turns out that there is some problem with our dryer stacks from installation and they keep wrinkling all the sheets and not just wrinkling them, but they're somehow getting sucked into this drum of the machine and like the pattern of the machine, like the little holes in the dryer are getting like burnt into the sheets. Like not, <gasps> not like burning the sheets, but like they're taking that shape. And so the only way to get that out is by me hand ironing the sheets. Shut up. I swear to God. I, I'm in the middle of a podcast right now, so I'm not sure why you're sitting here with the dog bitch that I've asked repeatedly for you to feed the dog. I can't, I can't hear you because I'm podcasting right now. Okay. I know. Roll your eyes and walk out of the room. Thanks for playing. <clears throat> Kids. So anyway, that was Sophia giving me side eye. I don't know why she came in here with an empty dog dish after I screamed 19 times, feed the dog. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> she probably was bringing it to me to be like, you feed the dog, bitch. Um, no way. Maybe she's saying that we're out of dog food. No, I just bought a new bag. But anyway, so we've been having this problem and they just keep saying that it's us and not the machines. And I'm like, well, I didn't burn the whole prints into the machine. Right. So I'm not sure how this is our fault. So they've been making us go through all of these hoops to try and get these things fixed. So the guy came today. This is the best part. The guy came today to work on the washing machines in case the washing machine water was either too hot or too cold. And I was like, you're not listening. The water in those washing machines has nothing to do with this dryer because the dryer imprint on the sheets I'm taking pictures and videos. It's a problem. I don't so, understand how that's even possible. I think there's something with the suction and the fan in the systems. It's causing it to get sucked right to the front of the machine and spinning at such a high heat that that's what's happening. So anyway, we need, we need the guy who installed them to come back. And he was on the phone with Dave and Dave was like, I really need you to get back down here. And he said, good luck with that. And Dave just lost his mind and just was like, what did you say? And he said, good luck with that. I don't know that I'll be able to make it back anytime in the near future to look at your machines. And Dave was like, well, then you know what? I'm going to call the financing department and I'm going to let them know that I'm not going to be paying for these machines and they can come pick them up out of the street because hmm. they're broken and I'm not paying for this. And so he's been on the phone with the vice president of the company, everybody. It's just been a disaster. So Monday, somebody is supposed to come out and start documenting the problems so that we can figure out how to get it fixed. But it's just been one shit show after the next. I'm so sorry. So anyway, um, but it's a, it's a big learning curve anytime you open a new business. But I think what was so crazy about this for us is every business we've ever opened has been from our home. Mm. And now I have to physically drive to a place to do the work. Mm. And I'm really falling behind on all the house stuff, right? Because like, even if I'm here working on the comedy show or designing t-shirts or shooting a video or editing something, I can run out and switch the laundry. I can run out and do the dishes or I could run out and grocery shop. But I've been like down there from 8 a.m. to some, some, there are a couple of nights I didn't leave until 6 30, 7 o'clock. And I'm like, I haven't 
cooked a meal for my kids in a week. I haven't grocery shopped. I haven't. And you don't, you don't realize how lucky you are when you work from home, how much other shit you can get done until you go back out. And then I was like, I can't run this business and the house and my other businesses and all of this stuff. So, um, we do have a manager and she's back. So she, um, she had off today. So I was down there and worked, but she's working tomorrow and Saturday because we're going out of town for the FSU track meet. So we're taking Matias. Well, all of us are going to Tallahassee tomorrow for that. Mm. Um, and then I'll have to come back and work Sunday, but, um, it's a lot. It's been a lot. I'm tired. Oof. I bet. Does it make you have, is it like, cause I know how you are about having things clean and how essential it is to like your mental health. Is it like adding another layer of stress because you can't get to it? Or are you accepting that you're not a superhuman? I think I'm just so tired. Like if I turned, if anybody was in here, you'd see all over the office, it's just covered in papers. There's just stuff everywhere because I haven't been able to come in and Dave was paying bills and then he just threw them on the floor and I've just been stepping over them, which is not a thing I do, but I'm so tired. I'm like, I don't even want to bend over to pick that up. So it can Mm. stay there for a while. Um, Or you could just get like a leaf blower. Yeah, I have one. I should. Yeah, that's what I would do. (laughs) Except it would just get blown to a different corner in the room because there's nowhere to blow. blow it to his corner. Yeah, no. So it's fine. It's just, it's, it's just been a lot because, you know, if if this were the, if the laundromat were the only thing that I was doing, then I feel like I might be able to at some point find some balance, but it's not, it's one of like nine things that I'm doing. So, um, we have to, I just have to live this until the tour starts in May. And then I'm just going to be like, peace out. Like I'm done, bitch. Like, I hope you get like some help. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like I have no clue what I'm doing. Mm. I have things I should probably be doing and that I could be doing. But I, instead I just stare at the wall and contemplate my existence. Like what, who am I? Who do I want to be? Am I, am I a video maker? Am I a speaker? Am I a t-shirt maker or a candlestick maker? What do I do? (laughs) I don't know who I want to be. And then I end up just napping because I'm, it'll come to me in my dreams. But then I fall asleep listening to true crime. So then the only thing in my dreams are murderers. Mm. But I've seen you've been painting. I have because I, it's an escape. It's a hyper fixation that I have. But maybe it will come to you as you're painting. You, that, those are your moments where you have Zen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my goal. That's why I'm painting so much. I'm like, this is I'm working because my mind is free. So I should stop watching judge Judy while I paint though, because then I could just really like, yeah, I think turn everything off while you paint. Maybe not music. I don't think music is bad to have on, but I, I would love say, music. I would say maybe just some quiet music and paint because I, you're going to laugh and say that I'm stupid. But um, when I exercise, I usually have some of my best ideas or thoughts. Um, and it's because it's when my mind gets to go kind of Zen and the thoughts come to me. Is that the part that I was going to think was stupid? Yeah. Because you go Zen when you exercise? Yeah. Yeah. I go rescue 911 when yeah. I exercise. I am having a medical episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think my heart is supposed to be beating this fast. <laughs> I should just stop. But I had like out of my new, my new show, I have written so many of those jokes while I was exercising. I'm dying to hear it. Oh, Are I'm you ever going to run it by me and do like a fake... I'll- Well, you know what? I am in the middle of, um, it's all written. It's done. I have it done. Now I'm making sure that it's in the right order that I want before I start to memorize it, but I'll send it to you so you could look at it. No, it's not the same. Well, but it would be helpful for me if you read it so that you could give me some feedback. Oh, you want my feedback? Yeah. 
All right. So I'll send it to you. I'll email it to you, but it's, it's, um, it's done and it's, it's in there and now I'm just kind of moving it around to see, but it's crazy. It's 11 pages. How is it an hour? It's an hour. And so I'm just like, holy shit, this is a lot. I'm like, how am I going to remember this? Oh, well you could do what I did on tour. And you know how like once you narrow it down to just like a word as a reminder for the joke, you just tape it to the stage. Well, I have them all. I have words at the front, just like I did for like mine, where it was like bitch, dad, flan, birds and the bees. Yeah. But yeah, but you didn't have those on stage. No. That's what I'm saying. You could tape them to the stage on the bottom. Nobody can see them. Yeah, I could. I might. I'm, and I'm probably going to keep a note card in my back pocket as well and maybe throw that on a stool in the beginning because it's a lot more things to memorize. Like I had to do six last time and now I have A through Y. My outline goes A, B, C, D. All the jokes are, they have words, but I literally did A, B, C, D, and it goes A to Y. Oh my gosh. That's how many many words I have. You might as well just take it to Z. Yeah. You're right there. Maybe I will at some point. I'm excited for you. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm excited. Um, Now I just have to sell tickets. So fingers crossed. Yeah. How's that going? Um, I think it's going well. I don't really know because comedy clubs report differently than the theaters did. Like I don't mm. really get like a lot of feedback from them about how it's selling, which is difficult. Um, but um, so far nobody's canceled it. So I have to believe that that's a positive sign. Yeah. And let me know how I can help too. I'll remind people. Yeah. So it's um, for those of you that Wait. are in the area. What? Something just started echoing. Say something. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's so weird. Say something. Sounds good to me. Oh my God. Why are you coming out of my phone? It's muted. Maybe I turn the volume off, dude. Say it again. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Say it again. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. No matter what, you're coming out of my phone. That's weird. Yeah. And I didn't hear it until right now. And no matter how much I turn it down or put the speaker off, say it again. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. My speaker's off and I can still freaking hear you. That's weird because you don't ever hear text messages or phone calls when I... Son of a bitch. Well, weird that your phone would work that way. You know what else works that way? My fist works that way. So... Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. <laughs> yeah, so cool. <laughs> so if you are in the area and you want to come see me in Jacksonville, I have two dates in April and two dates in May before I hit the road for my first tour stop in um, Manchester, Connecticut on May 26th. So go to meredithmasony.com forward slash tour. And you can find tickets there. There's my show plug. Love it. So what else is going on? What? Uh, Like a lot is going on, but (laughs) I can't talk. Okay. Well, whatever you, I mean, we haven't seen each other and we haven't done a podcast in three weeks. So there has to be other things. Sure. Um, My kids had the stomach flu. So it's horrible. I mean, for them, sure. Yeah. Okay. It was tough for them, but listen, it was tough for me, dude. My kids are so different. Chloe, when she's sick, I'm not exaggerating. She's like, mom, I'm throwing up. I'm throwing up. Mom, mom, I'm throwing up. Ah, I'm throwing up. Like panic, crying, take me to the hospital, 
so dramatic. I don't know where she gets it from. And it makes my fight or flight kick in. Like every time she coughs or like gets a look of fear on her face. Like I'm just like, what do you need a bat? Do you need a bucket? What's going on? What do I do? Caden? He got it right as soon as hers was done, of course, because sickness is never like, I'm going to hit all y'all at once. It's like one at a time. Let's make it last. <laughs> and so when my son double was pleasure, double the fun. <laughs> yes. When my son was sick, he was like, mom, I just threw up a lot on the floor, a lot. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. And I cleaned it up. And I'm like, what do you need? And he's just like, can you stop talking to me, please? I'm fine. <laughs> like he was so chill, unbothered. He'd just lean over, puke, go back to watching basketball, YouTube channels, like no Fs given. Okay. Chloe was in the office the whole time. He was sick because she has a little bit of emetophobia. It's a horrific phobia of hers. Vomit. Oh. Uh, she cries hysterically if anybody pukes or around her. My sister's dog threw up in her RV. And when we went to go look at the RV, Paris is like, sorry, you guys. Looks like my dog threw up in here. And Chloe started crying and got back in the car. And she's the one who begged to go see the RV. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so I had to show her proof that anyway. So it's like another added thing for her when she's sick because it's not only like gross, but it scares the crap out of her. Plus like freaking, she's like, mom, spring break was the worst. I broke my arm and now I'm throwing up all the time. And I'm like, oh, dang, dude, that does suck. Like she had a really crappy spring break, but so it was. It, break her arm? Um, so technically it's called a green stick fracture where instead of breaking it just bends so you know how your forearm has two bones going up uh-huh well in kids because their bones are malleable like a green stick as opposed to a brown stick it bends so she was trying to do a back walk over and for some reason she jumped into her bridge wow. and she complained about it for like a week Oh, we haven't talked about this. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. We haven't talked about this. Yeah. So she was like complaining about it for a week. But this is the same kid that complained from Georgia to Florida the whole ride that she thought she broke her leg. And then when we finally pulled in the driveway, she hopped out and said, just kidding, and ran inside. When we went on vacation... She was convinced that her arm was broken. And then on day three of being carried everywhere, she's like, it's fine. I was just kidding. And I called the therapist and immediately was like, what's going on here? And <clears throat> we're thinking it's related somehow to going on vacation or whatever, because first time she lied about it, it was Georgia. Second time was the vacation. So something weird's going on there. But anyway, needless to say, this time when she was complaining about her arm hurting, I would not, I was not going to be fooled. Oh. You fooled me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't get fooled again. <laughs> Did you ever hear the George Bush thing? Yes. Oh my gosh, it makes me laugh out loud every mm -hmm. time I hear it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I didn't believe her. And then we she do she was putting on a halftime performance and she complained about her arm and it was the timing of the complaint that sent red flags up for me because she had been so excited to do this halftime performance like and I don't know I can't explain it but at the time she was complaining about it I was like this isn't right like this doesn't seem like a if if we were going to bed and she was trying to get out of bed, that seems like a time to complain. Or if she didn't want to go to school, I could see her complaining, but not during this fun time. Mm -hmm. So I took her to the ER. And I was like, if this kid's faking it, I'm going to lose my crap because Drew's already mad at me because I go to the ER every other day <laughs> just to clear things up. I didn't even tell him I was going. I just went. Cause I knew he'd try to talk me out of it. And the doctor walked in and was like, 
Well, it's broken. And then I felt like a piece of shit. Because for a week, she's been flipping all over the house, jumping off of couches, cheerleading practice. And this bitch had a bent tibia. No. No. Bent? That's in your leg. Okay. It was bent. Humorous? Thank you. I wasn't trying to be funny, but I'll take the compliment. No. What? You're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever it is, it's bent. I mean, are you a bad mom? Yes. Um, (laughs) Yes, I think that 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 story clearly shows that you are a terrible mother. Um, Yeah. No. So the same thing happened to us when Brian was little, they were jumping on the bed. Um, Sophia pushed him off the bed. Uh, he landed and hit his heel, broke his heel. I didn't take him to the doctor for a week. Mm. I didn't know it was broken. Now I should have, he crawled everywhere. Walking that great. <laughs> what? He was little. Excuse me. He was little and he really wasn't walking yet. So. Okay. Um, All right. So that's better. But if he, dude, if he was like six. No. And you're like, Brian, come get dinner. And he crawls up to the table. <laughs> You're like, wow, you're really playing this one up, buddy. No, but it happens because kids, kids, you know, that's the stuff kids do, right? They complain about something and then they're fine the next <laughs> or they're crawling around for a week on the floor and you're not sure why. I don't know. But, I mean, if he was a baby, like it's understandable. He was little. He was <sighs> that's so funny. I don't know. He was a toddler, so okay. little, little. My my um phone that we're looking at each other with is gonna die in ten percent. In ten percent. So, well, do you want to just write it out, or you want me to um go get a charger? Well, I am also gonna die at in um uh, in um a certain percent that I can't see on my phone, but it's cool. Good. So we'll just we'll just go when um, it dies. I guess when it or dies. now. It's only been 35 minutes. I know. (laughs) We're like, we just want to give you guys something. It's not going to be quality. This was quality. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. It was. It was. I laughed out loud a couple of times. Yeah, it was quality. It was quality. No, but there has been, there has been a lot of stuff going on. It's just been, oh my God, so much shit with the kids. Like nonstop. We've done track meets and horse shows and you name it. It has been back to back to back. There has not been a day where we haven't been doing something at a practice, at an event, at a meet. And that, like we just did a horse show with Sophia. We got there at 10 AM. We did not leave until 5 45 PM. <sighs> it was all day we waited and mm. waited and waited and waited. And then her part of the horse show was probably 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is bullshit. <laughs> now she did a great job. She got five ribbons. Mm. She got her first, first place, um, and in, in her class. So she did great, but I was just like, this was so expensive it was just a long drive to get here, and we sat here for so long. Yeah, it's hard not like I know you're supposed to be like optimistic and like a good mom about it, and you're supposed to be like I'm here to support my daughter and my kids and living their dreams. But honestly, it is horseshit. Mm. No pun intended. I'm it's so much horseshit. Like tomorrow, I'm going to Winter Haven because Chloe has a cheer competition. With a broken arm. Yeah, what are you going to do? She can't cheer with a broken arm. She's just going to shake her hips on stage, but I'm driving nine hours, and uh, I'm going to sit around for nine hours having small talk 
with people for two minutes and 15 seconds of show. But I'm excited about her show. Like I'm excited for her to be on stage and feel that adrenaline. I'm just not excited about the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, small talk for you is basically like the seventh circle of hell. It is. Yeah. And I'm going alone. Like last time Drew and Caden and Aubrey were there. So I had an excuse to like step, but it's just me mm. and you're not there to pull me away. No. Like Tiffany, yeah. there's a thing over here. We got, I just have to sit there until the conversation's over. Mm. You know, I saw somebody on Instagram, they, what they do is um, when somebody is talking to them and they're not really into the conversation, they just tap them on the forehead and say, skip intro, skip intro, skip intro. Yeah. And then they said that you're not supposed to do that, but that it works really well because it ends the conversation. (laughs) I don't think uh, I'm going to do that. I just had two kids and two cats walk into this room. So what's up guys? What are you doing? Please stop twerking. (laughs) Stop twerking. Chloe. I'm going to punch you in the butt. I swear. Did you just flick me off? Don't point her finger me. It's too close. She just came in to tell me that she had a black spot on her butt and then proceeded to drop trow, change, twerk, and then flick me off with her pointer finger. What was the spot? I'm not sure. Oh, my God. And I'm not sure why I was involved. Yeah. Why I was brought into this. But it was very, like, secretive. Like, she whispered it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, did you poop? And she's like, no. And I was like, so what are we doing here? Yeah. (laughs) What are we talking about? And then she pants are off before I can finish my sentence. Yeah. She had a pair of shorts on the ground in my office. She just picked those up. Don't know where those are from or how long they've been here. Sounds about right. So yours comes in with an empty dog bowl. Mine. Pantsless. Pantsless. Middle fingers. She's so, oh, it's so hard because she's so like inappropriate and like at times (laughs) unintentionally disrespectful but hilarious and it makes it really hard to parent her while I'm laughing. Yeah. You got to stop that. It's so hard. (laughs) I can't explain it. Like I was on a very important business call and she was listening to dark horse by Katy Perry. And I'm like, Chloe, be quiet. I'm on a call. And she's like, um, I'm coming at you like a volleyball. And those are not the words. It's I'm coming at you like a dark horse, but she was so serious and thought she was so right about it. I can't explain it. She tried to sing it like with a good voice, you know, (laughs) but it was like the so wrong that I could not, I could not control it. And I just, I, I had to stop the call. I was dying and I was trying to be like, I just said, get out and turn, but I'm tears are streaming. You had to be there. Anyway, it's really hard Mm. when you have that one kid who's just so obnoxious. It's almost hilarious because you're like, oh my gosh, that's me. I I get it. I, I found recently that all of the things like all of my terrible, awful traits that I've passed on to my kids, they now use those against me to break me. That's what they do. And you look at them and you're like, I know that that comes from me, but it's so awful. I can't deal with it, but I know that I'm the one that gave it to you. Mm. So how can, like, how can you be mad? Right. That's where I'm at. 
tough. It is. It's tough. Like Sophia, we were in the car yesterday and she has just gotten, she is like a pit viper venomous snake. Like she is just so mean and ornery and puberty has not been kind in this house. And I, we were in the car and she said something. And I said, how about every time you, you mouth off like that, I just pop you in the mouth. (laughs) How about if you pop me in the mouth, I'll pop you right back. And I was like, did you just say that you were going to hit me? And she's like, well, you said that you were going to hit me. And I was like, are we honestly having this conversation right now? Right. And she's like, what? And I was like, so you're going to hit me. That's where we are. And she's like, well, you just said you were going to hit me. And I was like, I don't, I didn't even know where to go with it. It was so, it was just so whatever. And so I just stopped talking and I wouldn't speak to her. And after five minutes, she's like, what are you doing? Silent treatment. Hmm. And I was just, I just kept being quiet. And she's like, so you think this is going to punish me? It's not going to punish me. You can be quiet. I don't even care. And then two minutes later, why aren't you talking to me? Just talk to me. I don't even understand what's going on. And then two minutes later, this isn't how we solve things. Just tell me why you're mad. And I was like, you said you were going to hit me in the face. And she goes, after you said you were going to hit me in the face. And I was like, ah. Oh my gosh. At least you know her kryptonite. So I was like, okay. So yeah. And she doesn't like the silent treatment. So today I came in and I was like, I really need some help guys come out here and do da, 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 da. And she was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not doing that. They can do that. The boys can do that themselves. And so I said, you know what? Fine. Forget it. I don't want your help anymore. And so I just stopped talking to her. So Ooh. she just follows me around and she's like, why did you stop talking to me? Just tell me, just tell me what you want and I'll help you. And I was just like, I'm not talking. I'm not, I'm not doing this right now. Just forget it. I'll do it by myself. <gasps> so she can't handle it when I give her the silent treatment, Wow, which is funny because she doesn't like when I talk to her either. So right. zero sense. Right, right, right. But she doesn't That's... like it. So now I just use it all the time. I love that. If I were to be silent, Chloe would just scream my name over and over. And then she would climb onto my lap and put her face one inch from mine and scream at the top of her lungs and then say, why do you hate me? Yeah, but that's, but she's little. Sophia, I mean, Sophia is 14. So it's a whole different. Yeah, she's double. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole different volume. You know what I was thinking at the beginning of your story when you talked about being back on the stage where you won a talent competition in 2003? Mm-hmm. That's the year I was married. Oh. <laughs> wow. And we were like, oh my God, woo, woo, doing my dance on the stage. That's so weird to think about because you're yeah, so was, old. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Except you're not. What, how old were you when you got married? 23. What? 23. What year were you born? 80. Oh, yeah. You're like five years older than me. Yeah. 23. Huh. So this year is our 20th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. We didn't make it yet, so we'll... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Oh, my gosh. That's a big feat. Yeah, I tell you what. But anyway. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We stretched it out to 48 minutes. I feel like that's good. (laughs) Hopefully... Hopefully next week we can figure out the video situation, but at least we know that Ringer will do it in a pinch and we can record and we can get it sorted so that we can get a podcast out. Dave seems to think that there is an issue with bringing in the live stream and microphone feedback. And he doesn't know if it's both our microphones. But we used to do it all the time. I know, but we tried it in a bunch of different, you saw, I mean, you were there. We tried it in a bunch of different things. Then he and I tried it solo um, with bringing things in just in my supporter page. We played with it earlier this week. And And it still um, was happening. It was still happening when we would bring in, um, we were bringing in like videos off of YouTube and it was happening. So he's going to, he's going to keep looking at it. He's just, the poor guy is toast. I, I mean, get it. We've been it, so slammed and nothing has been going our way. And 
like today he was just screaming at the top of his lungs and he's like, if the shit doesn't stop raining on me soon, I'm just going to dig a fucking hole and crawl in. And I was like, mm. okay, so you're at your breaking point is what I'm hearing. Mm. So how can I help you today? What can I do for you? Right. He, I'm just going to sit in the car. I just need to sit in the car. And I was like, okay, I'll be in the building. You sit in the car for as long as you need. And I'm going to go inside and um, just check on Brian and see if he's doing his math uh, lesson yet. Okay. Dave needs some weed. Yeah. 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 He definitely needs to just find his den, which is tough because he likes the golf and he hasn't been doing any of that because we've been working. So anyway, so it's all good. I mean, well, we're going to hit our stride at some point. Yeah, you will. Obviously, you know, it's the beginning. So, yeah. um, well, freaking best of luck. Call me if anything crazy happens and I'll come iron laundry for you. I mean, when I was started ironing sheets, I was like, what is going on with my life right now? This is not how I saw this going in my Well, head. I wouldn't iron my own sheets. So the fact that I'm going in and ironing sheets for everybody else, it's so funny, right? Like we don't like to do things for ourselves, but we would never offer something up to somebody unless it was like pristine or perfect or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I could just take know. a shit on your sheets. <laughs> well, I'm not. And Amber sleep heard. in it. <laughs> John oh my gosh, too soon. I'm not the one who pooped in the sheets, okay? I didn't. I feel like that's a good place to end I this. did not poop on the sheets. I'm just saying it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, yeah, so hopefully we'll be back to video soon, guys. No pooping on your sheets this week. Although if you do, we don't judge you. It happens to the best of us. And I have a laundromat. So if you need me to launder those, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're local, don't mail them to me. That would be rough. <laughs> oh my gosh. Poop sheets in the mail. Poop sheets in the mail. <laughs> All right. Well, join us hopefully next week, maybe for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. Who have who have no, no idea, idea what we're doing? doing. We'll we see love you, guys. Okay, bye. Bye, I love you. All right. So I think all you do is I stopped recording. Okay, I'm gonna email it to you. You stop the ringer and your Zoom. No, just the Zoom. Okay, stop the ringer thing too. You're not my real mom. Okay.